Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? It is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we're back again for another week of the Success Journey Show. What's going on? What's going on? Marlon, how you doing today, man? Man, I am living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some people are going to think that's kind of crazy, especially in this time. But, you know, um, you can either look at the glass as half empty or half full. Mm-hmm. And I'm a half kind of full guy. So yeah. um, I'm still living the dream, you know? No, nah, man, I like that, man. As you were saying that, um, I mean, you say it every week, but this time when you said it, I was actually thinking about <laughs> dream, <laughs> dreams that I have, you know, and, pers- and you say perspectives. And, um, you know, I'm here. My family's safe. You know, my my, mm-hmm. my, my my boys are here. My wife is here. Uh, we're enjoying each other company. You know, there's some people that have been, been with each other for the past. I don't know how many weeks it is now. And they're like, man, what in the world? Why did I why, why did I marry this person? Or man, these kids get on my nerves. I got to get out of here, get to work. You know, it's just, yep. you know, um, we're here. We're enjoying life, join each other, making new memories, new experiences, man. So I would say I am living the dream as well, man. That, yep, yep. Oh man, I love it! I love it! Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so, so Marlon, man, why don't you sh- share with the listener just a couple things that they can, um, a couple ways they can get in contact with us and catch up on our show. So, I know you guys hear it every week, but hey, if I want you to understand, I want you to understand how much we appreciate you guys. The SuccessJourneyShow.com is our website. If you check any of our social media platforms, you can check us on. Instagram and also on Facebook, uh, Success Journey Show. If you go to Twitter, it's success underscore show. Once you get on any platform that you can go to iHeartRadio, you can go to. So I'm, I'm naming some of the ones that people usually don't use as um, their platform to listen. I'm talking about even Pandora. If you want to go to there, we're on there. So you could go on there, look for the Success Journey Show in the podcast section. And go on there, like, subscribe, and just leave us some comments because we definitely want to know how you feel about the show and what kind of things you're looking for so that we can get those uh, programs to you. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Marlon, for sharing that, man. Um, Listeners, travelers, we couldn't do it without you. And we are excited to bring a show to you every single week. And I believe this show right here is episode 70. Four? Four. Yeah, 74, yeah, 74. This episode is. So, we gotta start we gotta start naming them or, t- or not naming them, but just uh putting the numbers out there. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 74 is a big mark. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh we're growing, the platform's growing, more listeners are hearing uh this this message about success and the journey to success all over. Um I don't know about you, Martin. Before we bring on a guest, man, I don't know about you, man. I've been loving the series of The Last Dance. And not necessarily oh, the the content of it but just the awareness to be able to capture the content as they were going through the final episode i mean a final season and you know i like it because i look at my life and i want the travelers look at their life and it's like if someone was traveling around with you right now this capturing your day-to-day you know what story would it tell you know would it Mm. leave would it leave people captivated would it leave people on the edge of their seat would it leave people inspired and motivated to want to be great you know um what would it capture? You know, that's a question I want you to think about. You don't got to an answer now, but to p- provide your answer uh, on our website, go and leave a comment on this episode. Tell me what is what your life would capture, what that guy would capture, that lady would capture if they're following you around with that camera. Or even go to our Instagram page, leave a comment uh, on this on this post about what would that uh, uh, camera crew capture in your life and how would it leave people um, when they see it. So. Yeah, that's a little little extra little assignment for everyone today uh, that's listening to this podcast. So let's get on with it. And today we have a special guest, uh, a good friend of mine. We met a few years back um, and we stayed connected in so many different ways since then. Uh, he's an inspiration to me. And I watched watch him grow over the over the last couple of years uh, to the phenomenal person he is now and the impact that he's making uh, in the com- in local community and the community at large. And it's none other than Will Holmes. Will, thank you so much for joining us. Wow, that's that's a that's a really powerful introduction. Hopefully, I don't, uh, <laughs> don't mess it up. <laughs> right, right. I mean, wow. Well, thanks for having me. Oh man, it's our pleasure. <laughs> and man. we got a camera crew on you right now. You don't even know. 
man. <laughs> get my uh, get my beard together real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, it's um, it's a pleasure having you, bro. It's a pleasure having you. I'm excited to let the, our travelers and our listeners around the world, man, this thing is going around the world. Um, and you know, I, we want, we want to just really highlight the stories of people that are doing some great things, uh, in their community, in their lives, man, creating legacies, not just for them, but for people around them. So why don't you share, um, a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm just a simple guy. I'm a dad. I have one son. Uh, he's a he's a Will Holmes, just like me, and uh, definitely the best thing I ever did having him. <laughs> uh, I uh, in 2006 I started a uh, my consulting firm, and uh, it's been amazing. It has been, it's just been a fantastic. Like to use you know your, you guys your words. It's been a fantastic journey. I've learned a lot about myself. Uh, there's been a times where just being alone and still having to make it happen, I think it really just hardens you and it really uh, teaches you like who you are and what you're really made of and what you really care about and prioritize. So mm. that's been a tremendous journey over these last almost 15 years. And, um, you know, I just really, I really try every day to help somebody. And, mm. uh, and I work with so many companies, big and small and, governments but like my and i work with them help them to figure out their key performance indicators and what technology and all that stuff but like for me personally my my, one of my biggest key performance indicators or metrics is that every day i have to help somebody Mm. because i i know that my success is 1000 percent based on all the things i do to help other people so i'm very serious about that and i make myself very available to whomever wants to call and schedule a call for free get some advice or get some assistance so i I've, i'm fortunate that i figured out that my purpose is that i'm here to help and so i just do that every day mm. man 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 you make this sound so simple and i love that you did that because uh you broke it down to the, the smallest level of finding what you're good at and just making sure you get up every single day and you do that you right so you know it, it, explain to our, our listeners just when when you start to realize that it, it was that simple, really just your aim each day is just to make sure you're fulfilling, you know, the purpose of where you identified your calling to be. Well, it's that's that's a great question. Uh, it really goes back to when I was a kid and with my mom. And uh, it's funny. I look back at some of the things that she like had me do or or taught me. And sometimes it's. You know, I don't know if you know, but as you, well, you probably know, as you get older, you look back and you're like, wow, that was really crazy what I was doing. That was really crazy. (laughs) That was how I felt about a certain situation. But sometimes that, that, that insanity or that craziness or that obsessiveness helps you to get through it. It was like the steam to your engine. Mm-hmm. And so there were so many things she taught me that sometimes I look back like, man, she like brainwashed me. She made me think that I was like this, this incredible individual who had incredible purpose mm-hmm. and whose purpose here was to help other people. And she would always say to me, she's like, well, God made you big so you can help all the small people. And she said to me like all the time when I was little. Uh, wow. And, uh, and so in my mind, in my mind, I had a greater purpose and I was supposed to do good things, supposed to do great things. I was supposed to help people. And so coming up in church, that was just my whole life. I mean, that was really just put into my head. And then going to college and mentoring people and working in the community. And then after college, continuing to help people, becoming a manager and just really pouring into really thousands of individuals over probably a decade, helping them to grow and make more money and take better care of their families. And it's like, I, I could, I could see that my efforts were creating ripple effects. Mm. I it was helping people I didn't even know. Mm. And, and, and now 20 years later, I see these same people I helped 20 years ago when they were in college, they were starting fresh uh, in their career. Now they're, doing really well, making six figures or running, teaching other people. And, uh, and it's just an amazing thing. And so, um, for me, it, it's just really knowing that, that, uh, it's exciting to know that, that the things that she taught me really, really helped me. 
but it also lets me know the impact that when I, I'm with my son, how impactful my words are to him. Mm. And so I'm super duper careful with what I say and how I say it. Uh, and so I could talk about that just, just on and on and on, but it really started yeah. with her really just really pouring into me, spending a lot of time with me, talking to me, making me get up at, at five 30 in the morning, every single morning to, to go do this or that, or on the weekends, cutting the hedges when it was bare, like barely light outside or mm. just working all day, like just giving me a, an incredible work ethic, uh, making sure I did things right the first time. So I have to go back and do them again. Like all those little things she would teach me. Uh, it really made me this obsessive person about doing well and achieving and all that. But it also made me, uh, I think, a caring person and really uh, sensitive to people who need help. Mm, man. Mm. Wow. Wow. Man. Now, now uh, well, you know, some people, they'll be like, you know, when they hear consultant, they're like, man, this guy's just trying to get my money to, for him to tell me, <laughs> tell, you know, tell me a, da, da, da. I could turn onto a YouTube page. This guy will tell me how to become a, a, a seven figure, seven, um, seven figure guy in, in, in the next two weeks. Uh, what do you have to say for people like that? Well, I mean, and I understand that. Like I totally understand why people would think that. And, and so, you know, it's interesting. Um, a lot of my, cons- like my consultants, you know, why do you help people for free? I mean, for really for the last 10 years, I've been doing free training for entrepreneurs. Yep, that's I mean, how I met you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just been, it's been like, fa- like literally thousands of people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here in Baltimore. And, um, yeah. if people say, why do you do it? And, and I said, well, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. And then they said, well, why don't you charge? Like I never charge or any of that stuff. And I said, well, the thing is, if I can, if I can give somebody 15 minutes and it saves them ten, five, four, five, seven, ten 10 years of trial and error, that's beautiful. Like that's mm. so valuable. They, you know, if anything that helps them. You know what they do? They go and say good things about me. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's like I mean, I walk around Baltimore. I get so much love. I mean, literally, there are thousands of people I help them with their business and didn't charge them a thing. Yeah. So what, mm. do, you think, what do you think they say about me? Yeah. All incredible, yeah. great things. So, mm. and so I don't need to charge them. I mean, for me, taking fifteen minutes and helping somebody—that's cool. That's great. Now they need, and then, and but I also say to my. Consultants, when they ask me, I'm like, well, look, you know, if, if they need more time, if they need more help, then they just come to me because they know, okay, well, I can't do all that stuff by myself. Because when I talk to them, I'm not just like giving them high level mumbo jumbo. I'm like, look, here are the things you got to do step by step. You, have, you better take out a pen. I'm only going to say it once. And I go <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I give them everything. And then after that, if they're able to knock it out by themselves, great. I help them. If they need help, then they usually come back. So, I mean, you know, I'm not losing anything. All I'm doing is talking. I mean, my job, I talk all day. That is not, I'm outside breaking bricks or, or out in the sun. I'm at, at my home in my leather chair on the phone. So, I mean, so it's like, God has blessed me. The least I could do is help people who need a little help. Mm. Yeah. You know, Marlon, as he's saying that, just to give you a little paint the picture a little bit as a, as he was talking, I remember exactly how I met uh, Will and I was at a point where this, all the travelers, this is for your insight as well. I was starting to look at entrepreneurship. I said, man, you know, I, I really need to learn a little bit more about entrepreneurship and way to ways to get started. And I, I really didn't know. And, you know, I, I tapped into a couple of resources, but then I, I just typed into um, Google, you know, we're both in the Maryland area. And I said, well, you know, entrepreneurship in Maryland, you know, what are some, some things I can do, some trainings. And that's when Will's uh, uh, website popped up. And the first thing I saw was a he was having a, a session, a get together uh, at a local coffee cop, co- a coffee shop, I think, or something like that, uh, downtown mm-hmm. Baltimore. And I walked in, I'm sitting there and the room is full. I mean, the room is full with people. Uh, and what I loved about it, it was that, no, no, it was free. But not only was it free, but he encouraged <laughs> everyone to go and purchase something from that local vendor. Oh, Wow. And also now he's helping that local vendor build up revenue while he's sitting there helping all these people learn the one, two, three steps about getting your your LLC starter, business starter, whatever you were starting um, and giving them and said, hey, guys, you know, I'm here for you. You need me. Give me a call. And I was like, wow, man, this guy. And he, and he said, hey, we have another one coming in a couple of weeks or whatever it was. The schedule was. And I was like, man, yeah, this guy's for real. This guy's for real, man. 
And from that point, I kept seeing them more and more and more and more at other different events. We kept running each, into each other and things of that nature and then started working with each other without even without even planning. So, yeah, I, I can attest to say, hey, you know, all these travelers out there, you know, one thing he said is very key. You know, he's building up a tribe and building up a network, building up a community of people that trust what he's saying. And he's not they're not they're not just trusting him because of who he is, but what he's doing for them and what he's able to provide for them. Um, and the service he's able, he's able to give them. So, man, I, I really appreciate you sharing that, Will, for, for real. Um, now, when, when we look at that, though, right, you know, you say you help them with business development. How in the world did you feel you got to that point where you can help someone with developing their business? Like, <laughs> Well, no, that's that's a great question. See, I, so business is a broad topic. So I, yeah. I just try and stay in my lane. And so I, what I'm really good at, so before I started my company in 2006, I was in corporate America and uh, I was that guy you work with who comes in early, stays late, always wins all the competitions, all has to be number one. Like I was fresh out of, I was just obsessed, obsessed with being number one. Like I was that guy. I wanted to move up. Michael Jordan of business. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, why not? Let's go with that. I'll, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. But, you know, I was that guy and probably kind of annoying. I mean, all that stuff, like just so focused on being number one. And, uh, and then, so I just rose up, like they gave me a team and we became the number one team. In fact, it was a time I had two teams because there was a guy left and I was just like, and I was the youngest of all the managers. I guess I felt I had something to prove. I said, oh, I'll take his team. So I was working like I had two shifts I would, and my, and my teams were battling for number one and number two. So it's mm-hmm. like, so for me, it was like, this was amazing. All the things I wanted to do, I could do. I, I, I was, I was young and, and all that. And then as I got older, I got, I moved from different companies, went from a manager to a director and all that. And I was really, really good at, at growing. Just like you gave me a, the, the worst people like based on um, performance or whatever, I could figure out how to turn them around, could figure out how to align their goals with team goals, with company goals. I could, I could mot- create a, a motivational environment. Like I was just really good at that. And, uh, and then I learned about how to really create uh, technology to support. I, I learned how to create better processes and better training programs, then how to create technology that really supported those things. I was really, really good at sales. I really understood marketing. I understand how to how to find customer needs and fill those needs. And so I was just really good at that stuff. Operational marketing, sales, training. I was really, really good. And so I just kept moving up, kept moving up. Went to a, uh, finally my, my last job. I, you know, I just, I talked to the owner of the company and, uh, and he basically said I, I couldn't make any more money there. And he was a great mentor to me. He really pushed me about entrepreneurship and what's it like to start a company. Cause my mom didn't know about that. She went to college and so she just wanted me to get a job. And so, but he taught me, he said, don't anybody stand away your goal. And then when he told me I couldn't make the kind of money I wanted to make about three weeks later, I left. So, mm. and so I left and I started my company and, um, and so I, and I stayed in my lane at that time. I just did a, I was built, I, I built a number of call centers. So I knew about technology. I knew about generating leads and knew about sales and marketing. So I just did that for other companies and then they grew and then they told other people and then they grew. And so it just, I just did what I was good at and people, and also I just, I always try to go above and beyond. I always try to give them more than they asked for their customers. was my priority, my top priority. So it's just, you know, now looking back on it, we, we counted them up. It was like 455 customers and like no unhappy customers in 15 years. Wow. Mm. So because I, I was always honest, I didn't overcharge. I always did what I said I was going to do. All those things my mom taught me about being a man, sticking to your word, all that stuff, help people when they didn't have money. They just told other people. And then, and all that free stuff I was doing after hours, that created like this energy where then like large organizations started to see it, like the SBA and the city of Baltimore. And then I started getting awards from the mayors, like different mayors are giving me awards. And I got mm. awards from senators because I was always 
helping people. Mm. And, and then the people in the governments, like they would hear me talk and they're like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. And then I became an, like, I was, I was a guy. I was a go-to guy. So like all that stuff just built upon a decade, 15 years of experience and then being out, being on my own. And then people seeing that I was, I was honest and I was serious and I was, I knew what I was talking about. And that's, and I don't do anything that I don't know how to do. If someone says, Hey, can you do a counter? Like, nah, I don't know how to do that. I know a guy, but that's not what I do. And I think just staying in my lane and do what I'm good at. That's what's made me successful. Mm, now, let me listen to you talk about all the steps and all the different things that you went through. Um, I, I, I want to f- find out, and um, you say you know sales, so I, I know that you understand this, this point I'm going to, I want you to expound upon. Mm-hmm. Leadership style, right? Mm-hmm. So you have your leadership style. Now, a lot of people here, you know, you said, hey, I took a team and I made them great and I took another team made them great. No matter how um, low performing the person was, I took the person and made them um, up to that that, that, that person that, that, that learns how to perform at a high level. Can you mm-hmm. explain how, your lead, how you understood your leadership style and after you understand your leadership style, how you implemented that to motivate people to want to work as hard as you wanted them to work? Well, I... It, I, I you know, I took on, um, before I learned about this, I didn't read the book. I, I learned about this actually it's in church being a servant leader. And mm. it was like, it was like exactly when I heard about this, I was like, that's what I already do. Like, I believe in, and like, if we're like, it wasn't like I sat at my desk and I told them what to do. I was like, look, we as a team need to get this done. Let me bang out 20 sales real quick and show you that daddy knows how to do it. Like, it was like, and so, and I was so intense. Like, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still kind of intense, but I was so intense. <laughs> and it was like, they're like, okay, we need, he is beating us. Like I would, mm. I, I was like, look, I'm going a, I'm to a go against three of you guys. Let's see if three of you can take me today in sales or whatever. And, and then I was like, look, I'm going to write down exactly what I say. So just do what I do, just mm. do what I, do. and then, and then I'm going to, and then after I bang out my 20, I'm going to come and help you get yours. <laughs> so, so it, it was, it was that, it was like that energy. And then it, I was like, look, and so, okay. So I'm gonna give you the whole, exactly how to do it. So yeah. you have to understand what each individual person wants. Correct. And then once you understand what they want, you just give it to them. Mm. And it's like the same way I've grown the chamber. I ask every member, what do you want? And then they tell me and then I give it to them. And so they're happy. It's just finding the need and filling it. So with each individual Mm. person, I say, look, what do you want? And they tell me, I'm like, look, I'm going to help you get that. But here's what I need you to do for me. Mm. I need you to get you 20. If you get your 20, I'm going to help you get, I'm going to help you get into college. I'm going to help you pass this test. I mean, I was, I remember tutoring people in algebra. Because mm. they got me there 20. I mean, I was like, that, that's what I'm going to do my part. You do your part. And that intensity and that consistency. And then I would align their individual goals with team goals, team goals with company goals. And then, of course, we had to be number one. And so, like, look, y'all, Will Holmes team, we, we, we are only going to be number one. Mm. I mean, no one's going to beat us. You can't be on this team and not, and not perform. And then, and, and then it wasn't like they were left by themselves. It was like, look, you only got 18. Come on, let me sit with you. Let me show you how to do this. Let me take a call for you. Let me show you. Like, it wasn't that I never left them alone. Yeah. And, mm. and, and then I see, I always wanted to be a dad. So mm. to me, it was like, they were like my kids. So I just was very intense in their success to focus on their success. And they felt it. And I was, and I was serious about it. And so that, that level of intensity and that caring for them and showing them how to do it and showing I was serious and they weren't by themselves, that worked. I mean, wow. it just really worked. And then, and then I also was, a, you know, driven by my ego as well. So I had to be number one. So we had to beat these other guys. We had to be the top. And so it was like all that crazy stuff of being 20 and good at what you're doing and 25, 26, 27, 28, being really good. And then, but also really caring about my team. Mm. And that combination really, really made it work. And, uh, and, you know, and sticking to my word, doing what I say I'm going to do, always being consistent. Like the same things I do as a father, it's the same thing as I did as a manager. Wow, man, man, Ricky, I, I want the travelers <laughs> to listen to that because, you know, 
and, and, and I'll just run through in my head what it, what it, what exactly what you said, what it sounded like is you found a person, you found their drivers and you found their motivators. You use those drivers and motivators to find the need behind the need to that person that you had. Once you found the need behind the need, you knew how to motivate them to do what you wanted to do, but you had to have their buy-in. So once you had their buy-in, you had them um, accomplish the task that they needed. Leaders, you guys need to understand that a lot of times when you're in the seat as a leader, and not only that did you find their motivator need, you show them that you were able to do what you asked them to do. So, you know, a lot of times when you're a leader, just don't sit in the leader chair, spin it around and feel good and look at your desk and look at your wall and, 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 and yell a few commands. You got to understand who you have and how everyone in your company is different and what can drive them. And after you figure that out, you have to have their buy-in to actually get to the goal that you want to help them to understand that getting to that goal ultimately helps themselves. And I love that. Thanks. Uh, that's all I have to say. Right? That's all I have to say. I love it. It sounds better when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, man, I'm, I'm loving this, man. You know, it's uh, just listening to you, just just your thought process behind your actions, you know. And, you know, a lot of people may see you work, but not really understand, you know, whose will behind the engine, you know. And um, just hearing hearing your thought process all the way back from your grandmother, just instilling just the, the work ethic in you. And it made me even question, man, am I instilling enough of a work ethic in my boys uh, mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, I, I had them outside pulling weeds and they were sitting there looking at it like the weeds are going to kill them. You know, I was like, man, I got to get these kids in more in better shape because there's going to be some things in, in life, man. They're going to they're, they're going to have to get through, man. So, oh, man, I appreciate you sharing that. You know, I, I'm listening to you and a couple things that I want to highlight that you said. I mean, you said so much, but um, you said and these are for a lot of the business owners here and you you may turn start turning more to a uh, consultant, your consultant hat right now versus your story hat. But um, asking one thing you said, asking what people want, right? You know, how do uh-huh. you how do you differentiate between you know uh, the the your motive and your desire to help people versus really staying true to who you are? And I ask that, and I'm, I'm, the reason why I said that is because, or ask that question is because you know a lot of people. They say, hey, you know, I want to help a lot of people and and them helping a lot of people, you know, they, they kind of they kind of know who they are, but they're they feel themselves going in a lot of different directions for the sake of saying, I want to help somebody. Right. Um, right. So they're not really true to who they are and they're not able to really pull out the most out of that uh, that that relationship with that person because they're stretching themselves too thin. Like, can, can you talk about that a little bit to those, those business owners out there that are trying to grab onto every opportunity that's out there in order to, for the sake of the dollar bill? No, that, that's a great question. Um, and this is something I had to learn. So early on, because I was wanting to help people, I would be helping people. I'd spend like four hours with somebody trying to help them get their website just for free. Right. Cause they were like, they seemed, I mean, they were, they were, they were serious. And as long as they were serious and they seemed like a good person, I'm like, all right, let me help you. Right. But then, then I'm rushing, trying to do all this other stuff to make money. And I realized that I had to manage my day and not let it manage me. And so I, I, I utilized my schedule. And I, and I said, look, I got to have money making hours, like nine to six. I don't do free stuff. And then outside of that, though, I'll do free stuff. And so I started having events in the evening. That's, you know, that's when I started doing those, those free events, the one you, those, mm-hmm. those that you can do. And, uh, and I, and then I would help you. I'm like, you know, okay, six to nine, I'm just going to be at home anyway. I mean, or just whatever. Uh, especially early on before I, before I was married and had a son. I mean, I would, I would just be out anyway, you know, probably trying to talk to some girls or something. I mean, so, you know, I was like, all right, let me just go ahead and, and just be out and help some people. So that, that I had to learn how to manage my day. And uh, because, you know, business owners, you need to make money. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and sometimes people will like, they have like, Oh, money's evil or root of all like, no, no, that's no, you need money in order to take care of your family and to live. And you, and you can't really help a whole lot of people unless you have some money. 
Correct. <laughs> and, I mean, that, that's just you need money to do <laughs> the it. Equation. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and you know, and it's funny. And this this may rub people the wrong way, but let me tell you, like, there's so many people. They're like, oh, you know, they get on me about being a capitalist because I am. I mean, I, I'm I'm a capitalist. I'm about making money. And I teach people. I'm like, look, those are the rules. You know the rules. You can make money too. Doesn't matter who you are, what color you are. If you know the rules, you can make money. And mm. and people will say, well, you know, that's this or that. I'm like. I mean, that's fine. But then those same people will come to me later on for donations to their nonprofit. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I said, but if you learn how to create create a value proposition so you could go after sponsorships and donors and figure out how to build, you know, I mean, you would need to be doing that or you would need to go to these same people who you say are doing the community wrong, but you're going and asking them for some money. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I just don't get it. I'm like, why not just try and make yourself independent? Why not teach people to be independent so they can have their, their own businesses so they don't have to go to someone else's community and beg them for a job? So I get real angry about it because, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so intense and so intense upon teaching, especially folks in the black community, how to start their businesses mm. so that they don't have to go someplace else and beg somebody for a job. Mm. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, you know, that, that's a big deal. And my, my activism is teaching people how to make money and be independent. And so their kids can be independent and their kids can be independent. So, so, so all that to say uh, is that I think for anybody who really wants to help people first, put your mask on first, you know, is planes going down, put your mask on first. Oh man, say that again, Will. Say that again. Put your mask on first. Take care of yourself and your family. Because the thing is, if your foundation isn't straight, everything else is going to be messed up. If your wife is like, yo, why why can't you pay the bills? You're out there helping the community. You'd be helping us, like this community. So take care of yourself first and your family. Take care of those responsibilities. That's going to, that's a lot to, that shows your kids, that shows your wife, your significant other, whomever. It shows the outside world, okay. My my foundation, my roots are together. Then after that, go and help other people. You know, knock yourself out. Do whatever you want to do, but but take care of yourself first. Make money. Money is not a bad thing. Money mm. is not a bad thing. Make money. Mm. Help other people with it. But build up your. You know, you should. You should when you get money, think about your priority. It's what I do. At least that's what I recommend. You get money, have your own core values. What's your priority? My priority is every first dollar goes to my son. Every mm. first minute of time I have goes to my son. He gets that stuff first off the top mm. after everything else goes to every place else. So do your core values, figure out what, how you want to spend your money, actually how you want to first invest your money, figure out where, mm. how you want to invest your money for your long term, how you want to take care of your family and all that, how you're going to save money. And then what's left over, then spend that on your bills. Now there's a whole way to make that work so that you're, you're living below your means and all that. I mean, that's a whole another probably show, but yes. But if, because if you do that, if you focus on that, then you're going to have more time and more money to spend with your family and then go out in the community and do other things. But you got to take care of your home first. You got to make sure you're straight first. Mm, yeah. Man, I can listen to you talk all day. I'm telling you. <laughs> and the reason why, you know, especially when, and I tell people, you know, we always trying to, especially in the black community, we're trying to, we're trying to sit at a table. And I tell people, that, and I love basketball, so I always explain, every, all my analogies always come back to basketball. I'm like, if you go on a basketball team and you're the weak link, you don't think they're going to try to replace you on that team? Or you're going to be sitting on the bench mm-hmm. and then they're going to get somebody that can play? Why don't you, 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 even though basketball is a team sport, corporate America is a team sport, but you have to be able to stand on your own too in order to say, hey, I want to sit at the table because I, I bring this value. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's what we don't understand is that we just want to sit at the table. But at the end of, end of the day, we don't we don't understand that you have to have some kind of value to remain at the table. Now, mm-hmm. Will, I want you to explain about the business and when it comes to business, does somebody have to have a, 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 a MBA and know all these different things in order to uh, execute and run a business or, or or have to have some kind of schooling in order to to, to, to have a business? No. In fact, I don't have an MBA, and one of my clients is the Johns Hopkins Carey Business School. I mentor their MBA. <laughs> Come on now, yeah. I mean, so I mean, no, I mean that's real. They, yeah, they, yeah. they, they contract me to teach their their MBA students who want to go and be consultants how it is 
out here in, in the real world mm. helping companies to make money. Mm. And it's, I mean, you need the theory. And the thing is, and, and, and not in any way to down, downplay the theory, because when I listen to the professors explain things, they, they explain like things that I just have learned to do or I naturally do. They, they have really great, like, process like they'll have a really fancy term for it and it's like boom 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 i'm like oh okay that's what i do but that's a really nice way of explaining it right and mm. but it's, it's and it's usually more complicated the way they explain it but it's it's like so it's not like it's totally different it's just that 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 theory and then the practice they hire me to teach the kids how to make money how to come out here and go get this bread i mean like that 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 drive it's the same and so you know to your question the thing is, if you if you for an entrepreneur to be successful, they I think, you know, in my opinion, working with folks over these last 20 years, it's like you it's really like this. It's a mentality. Mm-hmm. It's like this. It's like this. Like I get I get so hyped. Like the idea. Of I can hear it right now. Like, like, ooh, <laughs> like the idea of getting money, like, like this, like I can, like my fingers, I'm rubbing my fingers. It's like this idea of, okay, I'm going to do something. Like I'm going I'm to talk to this person. I'm going to figure out what they want. I'm going to give it to them and they about to give me some money. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and, and that, and whether it's like when I first started and I was so excited doing like a $300 website, I'm like, oh, I got paid working myself to death to get this $300 website. <laughs> <laughs> but now where I could have like a, like huge clients like Goldman Sachs or Johns Hopkins or Department of Defense and the money's a little different, you know, with those mm-hmm. companies. And so, but still, let me tell you, when those checks come in, I show my son, I'm like, yo, look how much we got. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he sees it. How did I get that money? I'm working, but I'm at home. Mm-hmm. Like I'm at home talking on the phone or I'm on my computer and I'm making going really, really well. And my team, like they come here or they come to the house or we're talking on the phone or now we do the zoom a lot more often. And he sees, I got all these consultants and they're out working. I'm, I'm getting them work and I'm getting a piece off the top. And I'm mm, at home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so it's, it's, you have to, it's a couple things. One, you gotta, you gotta be like hungry. You gotta be so hungry. You gotta like, like, I need to get this money. Like you, it's like this thing in you that you, Ooh, it's like, you just gotta, you just gotta get this money. Like that's gotta be in you Two, You gotta be able to get up in the morning and get yourself up and you have a list every day and you knock it out. Yeah. Uh, also you, you have to understand that in fact, I'm this, some, this is the best advice I ever got. And this, this will kind of help. Best advice I ever got was you, you, know, you definitely can't let your day run. You, you got to run your day. And the way you figure mm. out what you got to do is first thing you do, first thing you do every day, you don't check your emails. You don't respond to phone calls or take phone calls throughout that. Cause like people can never call me, but you might call, but it goes, always goes a voicemail. Cause I got my whole day planned out. Mm-hmm. And so, and so the what I do, the first thing I do every day is I work on a thing and get me the most amount of money the fastest. Then after that, I work on the second thing and get me the second amount of money the second fastest. Then the third amount, the third fast, the fourth amount, fourth amount, the fourth. Once I make my money for the day, then I check emails. Then I will respond to phone calls from yesterday. Mm. Because I have to make money every day. Yeah, yeah. So that's in that and that advice I got from a gentleman named Paz Morris. He told me that t- totally changed my revenue. Like, I think we tripled like after that because I was so intent on customer service and answering the phone right away. I couldn't get things done because I was always just, just, you know, working, doing a little bit on everything. And, and so, so a, a person has to understand how to really manage their day and they have to understand how to make a list and then work diligently to make, to, to just knock it off, knock each item off. And they have to, um, they have to be very stingy with their time and their money. They've got to protect their time and money. And, uh, and I think, and the last thing I think is that they have to really understand their own priorities and who they are as a person. Like it's a lot of, there's a lot of lonely nights, a lot of lonely mornings when you're up by yourself trying to make things happen. And you have to really understand like, are you mentally strong enough? Are your, are you, is your mind stronger than your emotions? Can you deal with the fact that everybody will turn their back on you and nobody's going to believe in you and nobody is going to support you? Can you deal with that? Can you deal with the fact that, that a client may not pay you? Like I had a client owed me like 40 grand, didn't pay me for 130 days. And it mm-hmm. was 
they were just like, what? I was just like, y'all need to pay me. And it, and I had to escalate it to a point where they finally did. But like, imagine what, you know, 40, not having $40,000. Think yeah. about it. Like, I mean, right. Like that's a big deal that's through big Christmas, deal. through Thanksgiving, <laughs> through Christmas. Right. I mean, so like that kind of emotional stress, you got to be able to deal with that. So all that stuff. And that's just before, that's before you even get started. You have to just, I really think people should have a, and then, and then actually one more thing. If you have, if you're responsible to other people, like if you're a wife or a husband or something another, whatever, kids, parents you take care of, you need to have a real talk with them and, yeah. and make sure they understand like, look, this is going to be ugly. This is not going to be pretty. This is going to be ugly. I'm going to have really slow times. I'm going to have good times of lots of slow times. And this may mean I need your help paying the mortgage. I need your help. Or, hey, look, I, you know, we, we may not be able to pay for you to go to college if this goes wrong. Mm. Like, like you hate that. And so if you can't have that conversation, if you can't accept that that's a strong, let me tell you, I have lost everything twice. Everything. <sighs> everything. But I'm a hustler, so I got it all back and I got more. But I'm willing. I'm willing to lose it again. Because I would mm. much rather do that than go back and work for somebody because I want to be free. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And that's much more important to me than, than you know, and, and that mentality of this freedom I, I need and I crave, I'd much rather be free and have a, you know, and have, you know, nothing than, than work for somebody else. Oh. And that's, and that's me. But, and a lot of other people are like that. And if you're not like that, that's cool. That's cool. Stay on the porch. We out here in the field. Get me. (laughs) 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 See now now you like, man, I I I, we ain't gonna invite him back. He's crazy. Let me tell you something. I just listening to you is like listening to myself talk over and over and over. I really could tell you, man. I say these same exact things like, yo, man, we need to get it. If we, if we, if people want to get it, they have to be able to say, just like you say, hey, if I lose it, that's all right. It's, it's, it's just going to be more fun getting it back. Mm-hmm. And banking on yourself and, 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 and putting your all on yourself, man. I heard Kurosaki said, uh, listen, I spent 120% <laughs> of my money <laughs> for years. Just to make sure that I was always on top of things. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? A hundred but twenty percent of this man that's that's against all, everything that you're taught in finance. Right. <laughs> Look at him right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, hey, man, you can come back anytime. I'll, I'll do five more shows with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the Tema Consult. I love to talk. She ain't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, Will, man, before we let you go, we got to address the, you know, uh, the situation that we're all in, in right now, this pandemic. And mm-hmm. I saw you say some um, some very insightful words. Uh, social media over the last few weeks. I know you've been posting just keeping your network strong and just giving some sound advice. And um, you, you mentioned something about, you know, getting your, your, make sure your credit's straight, make sure you're saving and all these different things. And man, what are just some advice for some people that you have out there? Um, the people that are out there that are, whether they're um, uh, self-employed, uh, owner, business, entrepreneurs, whatever it may be, or just everyday people that they need to start, make sure they, take care of uh, while we're in this situation right now. So when we come out, they come out stronger and better. Well, some advice I got when I was 28 and uh, this person said, it, it, it was a mortgage company I work for. And he said, do you know what kind of company this is? And I said, uh, it's a mortgage company. And he was like, we're a marketing company. Cause if they stop buying mortgages, we're selling something else tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> and that right there, that, yes, that advice right there shaped my whole mindset. I mean, I don't, it means for me, I sell whatever people are buying. Mm. So, so because I need to, I need cash flow. I need money. I need, you know, without that, that's like the blood in your, your body. Cash is like the, the blood in your business. It keeps you alive. Yeah. So I would say for anybody out there, things are going to be different. I mean, and the thing is the same way that you assess a situation. Like when, when a company is having a rough time, 
when, even when there's not a pandemic or economic downturn, this is the same things I'm telling people now, same things I do two months ago if they were having a rough time. You have to really be able to assess the needs in the market, who's buying. Because if, if your customer is not buying anymore, they're not your customer anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to find customers who have money who are going to buy. Yeah. And so you got to be able to pivot, understand the needs in the market, if, and, and then find something to sell. I mean, yeah. you, 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 you buy something low, you sell it high and you sell it. And, and, and that difference, that's your profit. It doesn't matter what it is. So I, I've been working with folks and getting an understanding the, the need to pivot based on what the market needs. Um, so that's been difficult. A lot of people are very afraid and they're frozen. They're just waiting. Mm. They don't want to. They're not doing anything. They're like, okay, I'm gonna see what the government does. Okay, I'm gonna see this. I'm like, well, that's not a solid business model. That's not gonna be. It's, I mean, they're, I mean, they're helping out. That's good. I was very happy to see that. But that's not gonna last forever. So you need right. to have a plan, and you need to figure out what you're gonna do, and you need to. It may not go back to how it was. We have more unemployment now than we've had in, in decades. Yep. So, yep. so we've lost all the jobs that we we. Uh, we got, you know, since like what, 2006 mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. last, last uh, recession. And so there's a, there's a lot of people who don't have money and they were, or they, if they're on unemployment, they don't have a lot of money like they did before. So things are going to be different. And so the market is going to shrink. You have to find the things that people are buying. So with the chamber, a lot of the chamber members, I've helped them to understand how, what they need to do to get state contracts, government contracts, a lot of procurement offices for these hospitals and, and and health health centers and health organizations they need they need uh covid-19 uh, related things mm-hmm. and then all the things that doctors normally need we just probably need more of it like sponges and gauze and all the other stuff so if you could sell if you could sell whatever widgets before you just talk to another manufacturer get get buy wholesale whatever it is and then just sell it to a new customer it's a, i mean it's there's no difference yeah, yeah so yeah. Getting a lot of people to understand that, of course, credit credit's going to probably get all messed up for a lot of folks. Uh, what I was telling them two or three months ago was like, look, call your creditors now, try and work it out. Mm-hmm. For those who did that, uh, hopefully they they some of them did that. Uh, also, that um, like, and they would say like, you know, should we should we support businesses and buy this? I'm like, look, you need to take care of your house first. Remember, put your mask on first. Make sure you're good. If you can afford to support local businesses like you did before in some way, great. But you need to make sure that your family's good and that your money is good because this may last 15 to 18 months. Yeah. And and so we don't know what's going to happen. And what if this comes back in the in the fall or the winter? Mm-hmm. So you know it's 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 I'm just really just trying to get people to make a plan and help them understand that things probably won't go back to how how it is. And then the last thing about it is they see for me as a consultant, when I walk into a place and it's messed up and broken, I can smell like I go, Ooh, I smell the chaos. Like for me, that's opportunity. I'm like, Oh yes, that's it. We can fix this. <laughs> this is, this work for me to do. It's just, it's the same situation for everybody else. Now there's a lot of chaos. I'm on this uh, task force for the governor to figure out how to reopen this, the state. And so all these regulations, or at least re- re- uh, uh, recommendations are coming down, which may turn into regulations later on how to keep your offices safe, six feet in between employees, uh, keeping your clothes up the front, wiping off your shoes, uh, cleaning the place every three hours, washing hands every hour, like all those things. We need people to help implement that. We need people to help do that stuff. People are working, more people are going to work remotely. We need people to assist them in cybersecurity. So like in all this chaos, there is opportunity. You just got to find where you can fit in and you can get paid. Yeah. So, so that's what I really been trying to get people to understand. And, and for those who are listening and they're ready to make a move, they do. For those other folks, they're just kind of waiting, and and that's fine. Fear is a powerful thing, but at some point, they got to make a move. Got to make the move. Got to make the move, man. Travelers, man, you, we got We got a lot, man. You got a treat today, um, and I knew you were getting. We're gonna get nothing less uh, bringing Will on. And Will, man, we really, really appreciate your time and just sharing your words of wisdom um, with our travelers and listeners around the world. Hey, uh, Will, we want to give them a chance to uh, follow you, uh, get um, take advantage of whatever you're offering, insights, trainings, whatever it may be. Could you share your website, social media, whatever you have that people can tap into you? 
Sure, sure. And anybody who's listening, I say this all the time, and most people don't take me up on it, but that's okay. Uh, if you go to my website, right in the navigation bar, it says complimentary consultation. I'm not even going to try and sell you anything. I just really, it, it, I just enjoy talking to people and helping them fix their problems. And it's 15 minutes. And so uh, anybody who has a, a business, now it's business related stuff. Like, I don't know how to talk about anything else. I can't help with <laughs> any personal issues. But if you have business related issues, I, I, I can knock those out for you. And my team is really good at it too. So uh, go to my website. Uh, WHCUSA.com or just Google Will Holmes Consulting. I'm easy to find. My search engine optimization is very strong. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on on Instagram as um, willholmes.biz right there. And uh, but if you just if you Google Will Holmes, Will Holmes Consulting, Will Holmes Baltimore, Will Holmes Consultant, Will Holmes Chairman of the Board, Baltimore City Chamber of Commerce, I'm super easy to find. And uh, and then whatever you may need, just 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 uh, schedule a call or send me an email, and I'll be more than happy to help you with it. And that's anybody who's listening. Love it. And one oh, one more thing, oh, I am almost finished writing my book. Oh, there you got, go. Oh, let me tell you, it's called "Find a Need, Fill a Need, Get Paid." And so, <laughs> love it. it's it's actually it actually finished. Right, it's written. I'm just going through and editing, and I'm trying to make it sound funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it can be funny as you learn stuff too. That's the edu- enter- entertaining and educational. So I'm putting in all my funny stories now and trying to all this intensity and all that trying to bake it into the book. So that hopefully, I'll be done that. Uh, this month, but it'll be, it'll be, uh, people can pick that up hopefully by end of May, if oh, not man. beginning of June. Oh, it's, it's, it's fire too. Love it. It's love it. Fire. Love fire. it. Love it. When that comes out, we definitely would add that to is your profile, man. Let people see that going out there, man. I, I love hearing new authors, man, just releasing stuff and just, man, because now that's going to last forever, man, for generations and generations oh, yeah. to come. Travelers, I hope that you guys got something from this again. Listen, um, we, we, we would not be here without you. So we truly appreciate you for joining us again for another episode of the Success Journey Show. Remember to check out our website, successjourneyshow.com. Uh, see all the previous podcast guests that we've had and some that we're going to have coming up. Also, check, out, check, check us out on all of our social media handles, the Success Journey Show. Listen, guys, we're here for you. Uh, we love you. Sharika, thank you again so much. Um, and you guys will hear from us again next week at the same time on the same place on a success journey show. All right. Peace. You've been listening to the success journey show where your dreams drive determination and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out the success journey show.com. The journey squad is here helping you to your destination.